Hello and welcome to the Blasphemous Pope Cathedral. I am your Blasphemous Pope Harry and this is the Blasphemous Pope Podcast. Today we are doing Meditation 31. Let's burn it. It's a little bit of a misnomer. Gaining power also means doing things that would take electricity without using electricity as we will be demonstrating today in the discussion about bioenergy. Bioenergy uh, as a whole, we're going to be talking about what it is, what the pros and the cons are about it, how it works, like the basic mechanics of it, and we're going to delve into some of the ways in which we can use biofuel to take over parts of our living arrangements, some of our comforts of home, and transform them from electric use things to a bio fuel use thing and then we are going to talk about the mechanics of providing electricity through biocombustion or or, well bioenergy through combustion and there's that I, I do have to say I had said this last week but I am not a hundred percent pro biofueled energy or bioenergy as a power source for electricity in and of itself. I feel that the amount of waste that you need to burn is going to be better used in composting and not better used in creating a a biofuel, whether it be uh, making wood gas or burning it, just burning it basically for fire to create a steam engine. That's something I I really want to put out there first before I get into the meat and potatoes of this. I do not, the reason why I'm doing this now as opposed to post moving and getting videos done is because I do not intend on creating a steam engine because of uh, many factors we will go over during this. But the fact remains, this is a viable method for replacing some of the comforts that are usually provided by electricity. And those things I am absolutely intending on doing. So after we talk about how you can get a hold of me, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, criticisms, I'm all ears. We will get into this meditation in earnest. If you wish to get a hold of me, the Blasphemous Pope, there are plenty of ways. First and foremost, here on Spotify and on um, Spotify for podcasters, there will be always a question on the podcast itself. You can type in a little answer, and that's one way that which we can interact. Uh, as well as, there is a messaging feature where it, you can leave a voice message. Little warning. Those messages become able to be used in a podcast. If you wish for it not to be used in a podcast, please tell me beforehand so that this way I am not um, doing something against your wishes. I'm going to try to uh, abide by other people's wishes. Um, The social media links on Spotify and the Spotify for Podcasters website are directly to me. You can contact me that way, add me as a friend, uh, follow me, what have you. If you wish to have a little more interaction with the community in total, there is a Facebook group where we do have a growing community, as well as the Discord, which is 
I've got a link at the bottom of the description. A little note on the Discord. As far as the Discord is concerned, that is where I'm going to be doing the live streaming from. So if you wish to take part in the live streaming, either by voice or by text chat, or just to sit there and listen as I do it live, you can do that on the Discord. So I do encourage you to join the Discord, of course. Uh, if we are trying to make a decision on something, I generally try to throw the, throw the decision out to my acolytes to vote on. And if you want to get a, a part of that action, that's done do, through the Facebook group. Thank you for listening. And now back to the show. Welcome back. Yes, of course, please reach out to me. Reach out to me via the Blasphemous Pope page, the Blasphemous Pope X slash Twitter, Instagram, you name it. You can always reach out to me and let me know what you think. You can even use the messaging service here on Spotify for podcasters, in which case your words and your voice may be appearing on a podcast. So if you wish to have that happen, well, this is that's how that can happen. If you wish for it to not happen, please leave a note and I will try to abide by your request as best as possible. On to Meditation 31. Let's burn it. Bioenergy is the process that which we create energy via biological means. The reason why it's quote-unquote considered carbon neutral is because the things that you're burning have already gone through the process of being in the carbon cycle and therefore they're not adding to the carbon in the atmosphere technically because it's been taken out and you're just putting it back and that's that differs from burning hydrocarbons because hydrocarbons are buried deep beneath the earth therefore they're not really part of the carbon cycle as it were now I've said this last week, there's really no such thing as carbon neutral. Everything is technically carbon neutral because we live in a closed system, but this is the environmentalist approach to this. Okay, now that we have that out of the way, making bioenergy is really easy. It's the same process that what you create coal energy, you know, uh, you, you burn the biomass, you heat the water, the water creates a high pressure steam, turns the turbine, runs the generator, the generator generates electricity, right? Very simple process. Uh, it's very well understood. And the efficiency rating on burning biomass is about 45% of that for burning hydrocarbons, burning coal. What that really means is that in, in the case of burning your your food waste burning waste paper burning waste cardboard burning waste wood burning the agricultural waste you know you 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 harvest your corn what do you do with all the, the corn stalks and all that type of stuff if you burn all of that stuff for spinning this turbine it's renewable it's cheap it's technically free right it's all stuff that would end up being thrown away anyway so therefore being 45 percent as efficient at producing electricity is sort of a misnomer because unless you have a coal mine literally on your property that you can access coal without additional cost this is going to be superior financially 
to running coal, obviously. With that, we do have to understand that there are uh, some major pros and major cons involved in creating bioenergy. One of the things that we need to understand is one of those cons is very important. And when we get to it, I'm going to highlight this and say it over and over and over again. So I want you to understand why I am not going to be running a bioenergy plant on a piece of property. Now, first and foremost, the pros. Let's start on the positive note here. It's a it's a renewable source of energy. Biomass is renewable. You can always grow more trees. You can always grow more plants. You can always create more biomass that which can be turned into fuel for your turbine. The emissions are technically lower than if you were to burn coal. Like I had said, these emissions aren't from trapped beneath the earth. They are here on the earth's surface. They are part of the current carbon cycle. So saying that they're adding carbon is a misnomer. Whereas saying if you were burning coal, it's adding carbon to the atmosphere. I can see the point. I just don't. I don't think it's necessarily um, a correct point of view. The other thing about using biofuel is that you are in control of the conditions. What that means is it is one of the most reliable sources of power that you are going to get your hands on. You don't have to hope that the sun's out. You don't have to hope that the wind is working. You don't have to buy, purchase a piece of land that has a strong river on it to push a turbine. You are providing the biomass. You are therefore able to fire your turbine. There's there's no ifs ands or buts about it. That's just how that works. And as always, it's a waste reduction. Now this is a trade-off because all of the waste that you could burn for biomass is stuff that you could put in a compost pile to compost to create soil that you use to generate more. Biomass. So you have to really choose. Do you want to continue fueling your energy this way, or would you rather continue creating food, which will then produce this waste that which you can either compost or create fuel with?、Uh, again, this is a. It's a pro because it's waste reduction. You, you know, you're not filling a landfill up with stuff. You're not. Uh, generating garbage because you're destroying it. However, there is another way which you can get rid of this garbage. You can get rid of this waste, and I think that that is a far superior methodology for dealing with this. Now, when we come back, we are going to be talking about the cons. Welcome back. All right, now that we are back, let's talk about the cons of bioenergy. First and foremost, bioenergy setups are very expensive, and when I say very expensive, I mean prohibitively expensive for the average person, and it's really expensive for someone who is upper middle class, upper class. These 
systems because of the size and scale that you're going to need to power a home or a facility or a community, they are not optimal. They take up a lot of space. They do make a lot of noise, and that is something you need to consider. If you do not have a way to dampen the noise of a power generator running 24 hours a day, seven days a week, you're you're in for a bad time. They again space requirements. They do take up a lot of space. Now, the other thing about this, and this is the thing that nobody really wants to talk about, is the aroma. Con- consistently having burning trash, you know, because that's what it is. Whether it be biological food waste, biological other types of waste, because there there are methodologies uh, in Kenya,、uh, and I'm going to talk about this next week about other options for biofuel. But in Kenya, they they are actually using human feces as part of their bioenergy program, and it seems to be working. So. I'm going to say that it's it may not be a pleasant or great idea from your point of view, but it seems to be working for the the Kenyan people. So it's something to consider, right? But the aroma of burning these things may not be the greatest thing on the planet, and you may not want to have to smell it. The other major con about Using biofuel, especially if you're doing it for an engine, meaning you're creating a steam engine to generate electricity, is the steam engine part of this. The steam engine requires a lot of attention. Okay, they are not something that you can just set and forget. You have to watch the steam engine. Because inherently, this thing is a destructive device. I'm not going to say the B word because I'm not going to try to get my podcast flagged. But that's what it is. You are building up high pressure. You generally are going to be dealing with something that is potentially a fatal accident waiting to happen, and that's. One of my major concerns with this is that you have to be on top of this at all times. Sure, there are measures you can take in which you can put some failsafes in place, and maybe you don't have to watch it 24/7, but it's going to be close to that. And the failure of doing that means that there could be a serious issue that could involve fatalities. It will involve the Release of the the high pressure release of steam, which is also a very unpleasant and potentially fatal problem, and a lot of hot, very very hot water, superheated water, because it's high pressurized steam, it becomes superheated water, and that is also a not not a good time for anybody to come in contact with. So there are a lot of safety concerns that are involved with running a steam engine for. Power, and that's one of the reasons why I am taking it off the plate as far as a methodology for producing power to an off-grid system for myself. If you are a welder, machinist, and you think you can do this, and you think you can do this without having to monitor it like 24/7, more power to you. I I, I wish you the best of luck. 
And I wish for you to keep correspondence with me and let me know how it's working, how you're overcoming the challenges. However, I will not be doing that. The other con, and this is the main reason why I will not be implementing this in my own space, is it is an invitation for the state to be involved in your life. High-pressure tanks require state regulation in in the current world. It's not saying that you. Have to involve the state, but if the state finds out that you have a high-pressure tank on your property and you are producing power by a high-pressure steam, there are regulations in place. Those laws are already in place. It invites them to come and deal with you. And since I do not wish to deal with the state, that is something I am going to have to say no. I I'm avoiding it in that sense. The the reality is. As efficient as a steam engine is for water usage, because they are highly efficient for water usage, somewhere around the 98 percentile. I I still can't justify having the high pressure tank on my property, specifically inviting the state to come and do inspections,、uh, make sure that my paperwork's in order, all of that stuff. I do not want them involved in my life, and therefore. I will not be involving this in my life specifically to keep them out. When we come back, we're going to finish this up by talking about some of the mechanics of heat, biofuel for heat, and biofuel for electricity. I want to give a special thank you to all of my acolytes. That is you, the listeners, as well as the listeners who have been with me since the beginning.、Um, these people, since before monetization, since episode one, and since before episode one, have been friends and supporters of everything that I do. So I want to make sure I give them a special shout out. There is a space at the end of this list for. Listener supporters. Listener supporters are people who financially support this podcast, this production, and for as little as ninety-nine cents a month, you can become a listener supporter. I would greatly appreciate that. To begin, we have Anarchic Radio, run by Donna Van Meter, Amy Lynn Russell, and Moose Girl. The link for that is down in the description, as well as the link for all of these projects. Extremist Being Awesome, run by Star O'Hara. This is a motivation and accountability group. Um, the master of the dark arts of marketing, Mr. Nathan Frazier. You can learn about the esoteric and not so esoteric arts of marketing through his content. The Salted Sicilian. This is a close personal friend of mine, Christy Caruana's food blog. She is a Culinary Institute of America graduate. A wild little podcast. This is a fellow podcaster here on Spotify for Podcasters.、Uh, we did a lot of、uh, promoting each other early on, and、uh, I'm continuing that tradition. I have no idea what she's doing.、Uh, other supporters that have been here since the beginning.、Uh, over on Twitter, we have We Trade Free,、uh, Miss Kennedy Edwards, London Gardens, and over on Instagram, we have Mr. Michael Brandon Witt.、Um, Again, if you wish to become a listener supporter, it's as low as ninety-nine cents a month, and you will be added to this. If you have a project, I absolutely will bark that project for you. I go over that stuff in an email between us, and then、um, we can、uh, continue our relationship. Now back to the podcast.
thank you for coming back. Uh, again, thank you all of my acolytes for coming and listening. And now on to the conclusion of Meditation 31, Let's Burn It. Okay, we had talked about uh, bioenergy, you know, what it really means, what the pros are, what the cons are. And now let's talk a little bit about the mechanics of bioenergy. Now, bioenergy, there are two main things that you really want to focus on when you're talking about bioenergy. Bioenergy for heat, bioenergy for electricity. Okay, bioenergy for heat is a tale as old as time. It is ancient tech. It's make the fire and the place is warm. Okay, if you can't grasp that, you've got a lot of work to do before you even get to this point. You can burn biological material, wood, and heat your home with it. That's that's a very viable option for something that would normally take electricity central heat and replacing it with a biological fueled methodology now the perks of that are obvious uh, sitting by the fire is very romantic so if you've got a, a, a significant other in your life laying them down by the fire on a bearskin rug is, is always an option there's other there's other less esoteric <laughs> perks to this and that's you know you can use it as a cooking station so you can bake bread inside of the inside of a brick oven and that brick oven will be heating your home and that brick oven can be fueled by biological matter and furthermore you can use it to heat water this is one of the things that i wouldn't have to consider if i were staying down here in florida as much because the the option for solar heating water is really good because of the fact that we never hit freezing temperatures so we never really have to worry about the hot water system being something heated by the sun if you are not in a place where freezing temperatures don't usually happen there are concerns just as there would be concerns about interior pipes bursting those pipes can burst on your roof as well and that is a potential issue there are other methodologies but the fact is having a water tank near your heat source is going to provide you with at least warm water and that is a methodology of having dual purpose or triple purpose for a home heating system using bio mass when we look at this from a point of view of okay well i built myself a rocket internal rocket stove right so i have an airflow coming in feeding oxygen to the the fire i have uh, vents coming out that are delivering warmer air around my my living arrangement right so it's basically like a, a, a central air system using fire instead of an electric motor and an electric heater and you know you have your chimney of course because you have to have a chimney you don't want to smoke yourself out how do i then do all of these other things well if you are firing a stove well you just place the the containment for your water next to where the stove is it will naturally just emanate that heat toward your water tank the other option of course is uh, uh more direct heating but that could produce boiling water high pressure situation we talked about that last segment right now cooking surface 
you can design your stove if you are going to be the person who is building your stove. Let's say you are creating your building out of natural materials, like cob or something like that. You can create a flat surface that will be heated by the fire that will cook food. That is a possibility. The actual burning area, you can always put something in there、uh, and use it like a grill. You know, these are all possibilities. These are all. Potentialities and some of these things, I guess, when I do go to video, I will be using as、uh, as examples for you. But for the most part, electricity in and of itself, I will not. Now, when we talk about electricity, we are talking about using a combustion turbine. Normal. The problem isn't so much the combustion part; it's the steam part. And the steam part is what makes it very dangerous. I talked about this, so I'm not going to repeat myself. The basic mechanics here is: you have your combustion area where you're burning your biofuel, right? You have it heating up a high-pressure tank to create high-pressure steam in, you know, a boiler-type situation, right? Then that steam turns the turbine, and that turbine, then you know, the fan blades of the turbine spinning turn. The drives in the generator. The generator drives create the electricity, and voila. Now, as far as the biofuels concerned, we are going to be talking next week about different types of biofuel. Whether you're going to be, whether it be wood gas, whether it be like an ethanol type of situation,、uh, the feasibility of that in a home type situation, the feasibility of using manures. Whether it be animal or human, to create methane in order to burn methane, and of course the age-old wood.、Uh, I want to thank everybody for coming. I greatly appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you again, and have a great week.